Hi, I'm Rhea. And I'm Dwayne. And we are your hosts of the Travel Party of Five podcast, where we share how we travel as a family of five around the world. We will also share how we use points and miles to travel as affordably as possible and sometimes even completely free. So if you're wanting to travel more with your family, but you're not sure how, we'd love for you to listen in. So welcome to our podcast, where we hope you learn a thing or two to get you closer to your next trip. Hey guys, welcome back to the Travel Party of Five podcast. My name is Dwayne. I'm here with my beautiful wife, Rhea. And today we're going to talk about the Southwest Companion Pass. Yes. So I think it's actually really fitting that we're starting off with the Companion Pass because this is really how we started travel hacking a year ago. And so we are going to talk about Number one, what is the Southwest Companion Pass? Number two, how do you earn it? Um, The best time of year to get it. Yes. Um, I'm also going to share the biggest Companion Pass mistake that I made um, that still haunts me to this day. And we will also share a few of the trips that we have taken with our family of five using the companion pass. Yeah, so hopefully this will be useful and you can learn a thing or two. So, okay, let's jump right in. So the Southwest Companion Pass is basically a pass that allows you to take one companion with you on any Southwest flight for free. The only thing you pay is whatever the taxes and fees are on that flight. Which is pretty much nothing yeah in for domestic flights it's five dollars and sixty cents per leg of flying so like if you fly and you have a layover you're gonna pay eleven dollars and twenty cents which is an incredible deal really <clears throat> and a really great way to fly as a larger family so basically when we fly southwest Family we, of five, we pay for three tickets. Yep, because I have a companion pass and you have a companion pass. Yep. Do you have any idea how we earned these companion passes? Of course I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I married you. <laughs> yes. So I think let's talk about who should or should not get the companion pass and then we'll talk about how you earn it and how we did it twice sound like a plan yes ma'am so i think that there's a lot of hype and talk about the companion pass and a lot of people i think think that this is what they should do but you have to really look at number one where you are based out of and number two where you'd like to travel in the next one to two years. Because if you don't live near a Southwest hub or you plan to do a lot of international travel, then Southwest really doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So Southwest flies predominantly within the United States. And then they do have like they fly to a bunch of destinations in Mexico. uh, Costa Rica. Yep. uh, Belize. And 
that's really about it, I think. I'm sure I'm missing one or two, but for the most part, we're staying in North slash South America. Would you say that's right? Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't live in an airport that has a Southwest hub, for example, we are in Phoenix and there's a ton of Southwest flights in and out of Phoenix. But if you live near like a smaller airport where there's no or not a lot of Southwest flights and you would need to position in order to take advantage of a Southwest flight, then this probably doesn't make a lot of sense for you. And you should probably start off with a different card to get different types of points. Do you agree? Yeah. So um, that being said, if you do live in a Southwest hub, like a, I know Houston is a big one, Phoenix, um, then it, it's a really, really solid option. And so our plan when we got the companion passes was basically to get the passes and then travel to those destinations over the next two Two years. years. And so we purposely plan trips around destinations that Southwest flies to. Well, let's explain why we have two years. Yeah. So let's take one step back. So first to earn the Southwest companion pass, you need to earn 135,000 Southwest points, which are called rapid rewards points on your Southwest credit card. Yes, within one calendar year. The other way to earn the companion pass is to take 100 Southwest flights in one calendar year. And I guess if you travel a lot for work or something, maybe that is feasible for you. But that is not an option for us. That's a lot of flights. Yes. So we opted to go the points route. And you can earn these points with two credit card sign-up bonuses. So Southwest has five different credit cards that you can sign up for. They all have their own sign-up bonuses. And I'm going to double check, but I think three are personal cards and two are business cards. And here's where it gets a little bit tricky. You can only have one Southwest personal card open at a time. So in order to do this strategy, you need to open one personal card and one business card. And we're going to do a whole episode about business cards. But let me just say that even if you think you do not have a business to open this card, you likely do. So if you have ever sold something on Facebook Marketplace or OfferUp, if you, I mean, I don't know. There's all sorts of things that can technically qualify for a business. And so we'll, we'll go like in depth in that on a future episode. But just trust me at this point when I tell you that you will need to open a business card in order to get the companion pass and there's really no repercussions to you for doing so, yep. even if you feel like you don't have a, quote, real business. business. Okay, so the five cards that are currently available from Southwest 
I'm not going to go into a ton of detail because I think that can be really tedious and you can easily Google it. But there is a Southwest Rapid Rewards Premier credit card. This is a personal card. The current bonus is 75,000 Rapid Rewards points after you spend $3,000 in the first three months. If I didn't say it, that's a personal card. The other two personal cards are the Southwest Rapid Rewards Plus and the Southwest Rapid Rewards Priority. They all have annual fees ranging from $69 up to $149. And currently the bonus for all three is 75,000 points. So that will get you a a little more than halfway to the 135,000 that you need. The reason for the varying annual fees is there are different benefits for each card. Some include like a $100 credit towards TSA PreCheck or Global Entry. Some include like upgraded boarding, um, two or four upgraded boardings a year, that sort of thing. So you need to look at the benefits for each card and decide which one makes the most sense for you and your family. And then the two business cards that are currently available are the Rapid Rewards Premier Business Credit Card and the Rapid Rewards Performance Business Credit Card. Respectively, they have bonuses right now for of 60,000 and 80,000 bonus points. So if you did the 75,000 plus the 60, that alone gives you 135,000 points, which is exactly what you need to earn the Companion Pass. Now, again, yes, these cards, all five of these cards have an annual fee. Um, but it's worth it. It's 120% worth it. Yeah. Like, because there are benefits to these cards that will offset the annual fee. And that doesn't even factor in the points that you're getting, yeah. which you're going to redeem for way more than, you know, 100 or $200 worth of travel. Yeah. Okay, so... Let's talk about timing because that's the biggest factor in my opinion. So you know this about me. Would you say, correct me if I'm wrong, I am a maximizer in... Definitely a maximizer. (laughs) Without a doubt. Yes. I want to get the most bang for my buck. I don't want to miss anything. And I want to make sure that I'm taking full advantage of whatever it may be. So the best time to start applying for these cards to get the companion pass is right now. So as we are recording this, it is the first week of November. So basically the end of the year. Yes. But there's one thing that is the most important thing. If you take away nothing else from this podcast, this is it. The timing is very important. So what you want to do is you want to open these cards and make sure that you do not hit the minimum spend until after January 1st. And the reason for that, you want to tell the reason? Well, no, I was going to ask you why. Hmm. Yes. So when you earn the companion pass, you earn it for all of that year plus the following year. So whether you earn it on December 1st or February 1st, So let's say, okay, let's say we earn it on February 1st of 2024. 
So then we have the companion pass for all of 2024 and, and all of 2025. Yes. Now, if you were to get it in December, you would have it for just the month of December of 2023 and then all of 2024. Yes. So, a little, what, 13 months? Yes. Versus As opposed to 24 months. Yeah. Or close there to it. Yeah. So, it's just a little tricky because you want to open the cards and you want to spend, for example, one of these personal cards, the minimum spend, actually all of the personal cards, the minimum spend is $3,000. Yeah. And so what you want to do is get approved for the cards, get the cards, maybe put your Christmas shopping on it. Don't put on any like subscription charges or anything that's going to auto charge every month. And then when you've spent around $2,500, I would put the card in a drawer and I would not touch it again until January 1st. And then on January 1st, you can spend that additional $500 to get you to the 3000 And those points will hit your account sometime in January, yeah. likely, depending on when you Yes, meaning that spend. you would have it from February. Yep. And then once those points hit your account and you've achieved 135,000 points, you'll get an email that says, congratulations, you've earned the Southwest Companion Pass. And then you will designate your companion and you can add them to any upcoming flights. Yep. And you can next. have up to, up to five people, correct? You can, that you can choose from. Well, so you can change it three times per calendar year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and the person that you name as your companion first, that doesn't count as one of the three. So, like, let's say I name you as my companion. I can then change you three times over the course of that calendar year. And then the next calendar year, since we will have it for almost two years, you have another three that you can change it to. So, it's, it's pretty flexible. So... Generally, our companions are our kids, two of our kids, but I've also named my sister as a companion once to fly. We just flew a quick flight to San Diego, but it was really easy. Really, really simple. Yeah. So I think. Well, let me just add, if the $3,000 in three months scares you, what we did was just used it to, you know, just like a debit card for those three months and just paid it off. You know, as if it was a debit card. Yeah. So I think that's like the most important thing when it comes to any travel rewards is you should not be spending extra money. This should be money that you are going to spend Already no matter spent. what. Yeah. We spent it on what? Groceries, groceries. gas, yep. you know, all the this time things of year we would use the debit card for. Christmas shopping. Yep. Um, yeah. And so... If you're spending extra money, then you're not actually really getting any travel for free. Yeah. And, and that's the whole goal, right? Um, the other thing that I think is super important is um, the while the annual fee does not technically count towards your minimum spend, on the tracker that Southwest has on their, like when you log into your account, it counts the minimum spend towards your um, towards your total 3000 even though like technically it doesn't, but on the tracker it does. So the reason I'm telling you that is if the fee is $199, 
you really want to spend uh, $2,300 maybe, allow room for that $200 fee, which gets you to $2,500, and then plan to spend five to $700 after January 1st. Yep. The other thing that's like I see this in these Facebook groups that I'm in every single year is if you buy something for let's say $500 and then you return it, the the tracker doesn't claw back $500. So like even if though it was returned, Southwest will still give you the $500? No, no, not the $500, but they'll give you like it, it'll be as if you've you didn't get it returned. Yeah. So, okay. That's what I meant. The $500 credit. or Yes. And now like in mm, good faith, you should still mm. spend the $500 because there are situations where they will claw back the points. But the reason that's important is if you spend, let's say $3,000, which is the minimum spend, but then you return something for 500 thinking that that's going to keep you from getting the points before the end of the year, it's not. Does that make sense? It does. It's almost like beating the system, though. Yeah. Like, so you don't want to like. It's not a good practice to get into. Like it's it's bad juju, credit card karma. Like you want to meet the minimum spend. You want to follow the rules, of course. Um, but in a situation where the timing is so important and we can't hit that minimum spend until after January first, or we've robbed ourselves of a year, basically, of this companion pass. A lot of people don't realize, they think, oh, well, I returned it, so it's not going to count, but it is going to count mm. in the short run. Yeah. You so pay I mean? attention to that. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see. What okay, else do we next? need to cover? We've talked about the best time of year. Okay. Let's talk about the companion pass mistake that like haunts me to this day, which is that when we did this, well. <laughs> and by we, she means her (laughs) when I did this I opened up a business card for myself and a personal card for myself and then I did the same thing for Dwayne so I opened up a business card for him and a personal card and we had to stagger it a little bit to make sure that we could meet the minimum spend on each card without spending extra money and again fortunately it was Christmas time so that does help it does help yeah it comes in handy but I think the minimum spend is 3000 on every card except one of the business cards. It's 5000 So a lot of cards, the, their minimum spend is like five or 6000 at a minimum. So it's already not, not difficult to do, in my opinion, because, I mean, we have three kids. Yeah, we're going to spend it anyway. You know, we at the time had put their daycare on it. Um car payment or did we do no you can't do you can't that's right you can't use unsecured debt to pay for unsecured debt so sadly the car payment is not um eligible but gross i mean we spend almost two thousand dollars a month on groceries alone and like eating out yeah so it's it's doable um but here okay so here's the mistake that i made that as a maximizer yeah I probably wouldn't have made the same mistake. Oh, please. (laughs) (laughs) So once you have a card 
so for example, when I opened my South, the first Southwest business card, I, as a side note, I started with the business card first. That is what was recommended to me from a Facebook group that I'm in. And the reason was if you get denied for the business card, you're kind of SOL because you need one of each. And at least applying for the business card, it doesn't count towards your 524 status, which is something else that we need to talk about. It's a chase rule. We'll go into that more on a different episode, I think. It's too but much it's very to go into here. Actually. It is very important. Yeah. yeah. And it's really the first place that anyone should start when they're thinking about getting into travel hacking is figuring out where you fall on the 5 and 24 um, spectrum. But I digress. Anyways, okay, so my biggest mistake that I made was I should have referred you to the Southwest business card once I had opened it. Because when you do that, you get referral points plus whatever points you get from the Mm sign-up bonus. I didn't do that. I think I was concerned about the referral points falling in this calendar year. But in reality, that wouldn't have made a difference. We would have gotten the referral points likely in in 2022, which was when we started. But we still would have had enough points in 2023 with the sign-up bonuses to get the pass. So really, I just gave up like 80,000 points because I'm pretty sure the referral Mm -hmm. bonus is 40,000 points. Which I'm sure you won't do again. I will (laughs) never make that mistake again. It still haunts me to this day. Uh, But, I mean, it is. You live and you learn. (laughs) Yeah. Learn from my mistakes. (laughs) Um, The other thing, and I just told you this this morning and you were surprised by it, right? So once you've hit the 135,000 points, you you earn the companion pass. And you keep the 135,000 points, which is... Great. It's fantastic. So it's not like you are using those 135,000 points to purchase the companion pass. It's just that once you've reached those points, you've unlocked the companion pass and now you have 135,000 plus points. Because and the companion pass. Yeah. And so you can spend those points on Southwest flights. Yep. It's a win-win. It's a fantastic deal for, especially for big families. And so we each earned a companion pass at the very beginning of this year, 2023. And we ended up with close to more than 270,000 points, yep. which we have then spent to buy flights. So we, where, where have we gone so far? Uh, we just got back from Disneyland. Well, yeah, but we didn't fly there. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. We drove. <laughs> uh, shoot, we've been. Where have we been this year? Okay, in March we went to Maui. Maui. So we, it was a little tricky with the timing of Maui because we went for our kids' spring break, which was like mid March, and we were with the timing of the companion passes. I think we earned one in January and then one like later February. And so it was only a few weeks. Oh, it was only a few weeks before we left that we earned your companion pass, which came in second. 
So I had already purchased our Hawaii flights. But the way that I did it was I purposely purchased fully refundable flights. So then you were able to go back and use the companion pass. Yes, I was able to go back and add our two companions, which are our two boys. One me, one you. And then I refunded their tickets that I had paid cash for. Smart. And so the only thing we paid for Hawaii was we paid $800 for our daughter's flight. And first of all, that's an incredible amount (laughs) for one person to fly to Hawaii, in my opinion, as someone who is kind of cheap. But it's spring break. That's peak travel time, especially going to Hawaii. And we did not plan this well in advance. So we were kind of coming into this like a few months prior, deciding that we were going to go. And we just had lost out on the ability to. Like when you book a year out or well, Southwest doesn't release a year out. They release about six months out. But. Their flights, that is. Yeah. But when you when you're when you book right away, you generally can get a better deal than if you wait. And we did not book right away. So um, but I mean we paid eight hundred dollars plus a bunch of points for our family of five to fly to Maui and back, which I think is totally still worth it. Pretty good. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, where else have we gone? We you and I flew to New York. Yep. For a long weekend without the kids. Southwest flies to LaGuardia. Yep. Did um, we go to San Francisco this oh year? Oh, yeah. We went to San Francisco. Yep. That was also just me and you. Uh, another quick little kid-free getaway. Yeah. We are flying to Washington, D.C. actually in three days. Yep. And all of these flights used the points that we earned. Yep. And the companion pass. And the companion passes. Yep. I feel like I'm missing a flight. Where else did we go? I mean, I flew with my sister to San Diego. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. San Diego, you and your sister, San Francisco. Maybe that's New York. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then upcoming we have we're going to Costa Rica next March. March. We've we've already booked those flights. Um, all on Southwest using our companion pass. And then we're also going to go to Kauai next September fall. And we can't book those flights yet because Southwest has not released them. But you and I are going to go back to New York again in August. Is that it? I think that's it. Yeah. I'm sure we'll throw in a few trips. Like some weekend trips. yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's like I think when you have a larger family, being able to get two flights for free every time you fly is such an incredible way to save money and to make definitely is and to make your, you know, your travel more frequent and or cheaper, you know, or both, depending on what you're looking for. Uh, okay. Is there anything else we wanted to cover? Let me see. I think that about covers our agenda for today. Yeah. So I think if you have any questions about the companion pass, feel free to, well, I guess you can't really comment. <laughs> there's no comment. There's no comments. There's only reviews. Um, 
So I think, okay, if you want to, if you, okay, here, here's what I've got. If you want to get one or two Southwest companion passes, this is how I would do it. Okay. Today, today is November 4th. Okay. I would apply for one of the Southwest business cards, whichever one you think makes the most sense based on the benefits that it offers. And then I would wait mm, two to three weeks and I would apply for one of the Southwest personal cards. Again, whichever one makes the most sense for you based on the benefits they offer. For Chase, you can apply for one business card and one personal card within a 30-day window, generally. So that is what I would do. And then if you want your player two, which is what you would call like your, your partner, your husband, your whoever else is playing this game with you, I would have them do the same thing. And if you can meet like a $6,000 minimum spend in, you know, over the course of two to three months, then you can both apply for those cards at the same time. If not, you can stagger it a little bit. And then from there, again, you want to get to around $2,500 in spend, put the cards in a drawer, and then on January 1st or January 2nd, hit that, pull them out. And then the way that I did it for us was to hit that because we basically had around two thousand dollars that we needed to spend and i did that by prepaying for daycare for our daughter for one month that got one of them and then i mean i think i don't know if i bought gift cards or maybe we just used it for groceries and costco and stuff on the other two but we had earned both companion passes by, I think, mid to end of February of 2023. And so now we have the companion pass for all of 2023 and then all of 2024. Yes, which is great. It's fantastic. And then we can apply again two years after you've earned the bonuses on the Southwest personal cards. So... Basically, there will be a one-year gap where we don't have it. So 2025, we will not have companion passes. But at the end of 2025, as long as it's still a thing, we will go through this whole same process again, likely. As long as where we're traveling is, yeah, you know, makes sense. So ideally, two years with the companion pass, one year off. Yep. And I think we already have some like international travel plans for that year that Southwest doesn't fly to anyways. So Japan, here we we come. Yes. Japan 2025. That is our plan. Um, Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening in. Hopefully this was helpful. Yep. We appreciate it. And any questions, feel free to find us on Instagram, travel party of five and send us a message. We will see you on the next episode. Have a good one.